Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with host Dab with Charmin and Chris. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. As the franchise tag is uh, was over yesterday, but the new but we're less than a week away or about a week away from the new league year. So let's let's get ready because <laughs> it's go time. Um, let's let's start off with the Just Review before we do because we know we got some things to talk about, including Dak Prescott contract. So let's do the Just Review real quick. Um, defensive tackle and edge rusher uh, Charmin, go right ahead. Uh, I think I think uh, that's uh, it's pretty telling that I think every Jets fan knows that uh, defensive tackle is probably where we're most flush. Uh, personally, I I love the combination of Quinn and Williams and and uh, an emerging superstar. In my opinion, um, um, Franklin Myers, JFM, Franklin Myers, <laughs> and. Um, and you put uh, you have the depth with Kyle Phillips and um, and you have um, Canadian Thanos, which they used to call him on Twitter. Oh, Nathan Shepard. <laughs> Nathan Shepard, right? <laughs> and um, and you have him, and of course our nose tackle and for Ronzi Farukasi, who's been very good uh, since uh, McClendon left. Um, so there's, this is one of the spots that we really don't need that much help in. Um, there, there, you know, we did draft another defensive tackle last year who didn't see the field that much. And when he did, it did not look that well in, um, it didn't look that good. So, um, so I think we're good in defensive tackle. The always, the problem with the jets has always been on the edge. Um, Basham did a great job last year. I mean, he's okay, but, but, uh, if that defensive line is going to shine the way they need to, are they going to um, on dominate the way I think they can? We need uh, definitely need to pay attention to what to edge um, edge rushes uh, in free agency or in the draft. So, um, well, I mean, a very quick uh, look into that um, the line at you know the DTs are good, uh, the edge is a big problem and needs to be fixed immediately. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree. Tackle, we seem like we're good, but we've been talking about getting some kind of uh, pass rusher since uh, basically since Wilkerson basically put the pen on paper when he signed that big contract he got. Uh, we've been looking for uh, some kind of rush from the edges. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be getting one in free agency, which is a possibility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also in the draft, you know, there's, there's some good options there. So um, it's, it's looking good. This is like you said, this is one of our decent positions. Well, at least inside the outside right. is where, is where we need the most help. Possibly the, um, the only other thing is uh, the, the one last uh, uh, tidbit here is the change to a little bit more of the four, uh, of four, three front that might help with the pass rush and might give other people um, guys a little bit more chances at, at, at being edge rushes. But, but like I have said over and over again, teams play three, four and four, three all game. You know, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, but the jets just need edge help badly. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Sharman on that. Um, Let's let's get into the main to the main ingredient, and that's Dak Prescott. 
Um, the situation is finally over. Four years, $160 million. Um, he's still getting franchise tag, which is kind of weird, but we'll speak more on that in a second. First year, $66 million, I think up to $75 million, which is crazy. Uh, Chris, how you feel about the contract? And and also, they talked about earlier uh, Amari Cooper and, um, and Zeke and Ezekiel Elliott. Future with the Cowboys is uncertain. Do you think that contract played the role in it or no? I would say so. I mean, you got all this money going into Dak, and you got to remember you had Amari Cooper signed to a big contract. You have Zeke Elliott signed to a huge contract as well. Um, and then you got also other guys, Demarcus Lawrence. He's gotten he's getting like twenty five million this year, so he's pretty much tied up as well. So and you know what we've been talking about the Dak Prescott um, contract or the supposedly contract for the last like two years that they should have signed him a couple of years ago, but they kept on, you know, because they had, they more had the edge in the, the negotiations where like, ah, we don't have to sign you yet. You know, we also have that franchise tag that we could tag you and, you know, for the first year, which was fine. But this year they kind of painted themselves in, into a corner where they had to sign him, or because they, they couldn't do the franchise tag again, because then his, um, his cap hit would have been so much higher than it is now. His cap hit now, I think, is only like $22 million because of his contract. His dead cap hit is big because of the guarantees and all that. But um, the normal cap hit for this year is only $22 million. If they, um, they franchised him again this year, it would have been 30 – what was the number? Like 35 or 38, I think? Yeah, some crazy that? number like that. Yeah, so yeah. they saved like – Yeah, so they saved like $15 million against the cap by doing it this way. And, and they basically had, what was their other options? <laughs> there was really no other options for them. I mean, they got nothing. Their backup last year was, was Dalton. And we see how that worked out. That didn't work out too well. So I, I, they basically had no option whatsoever, but to sign Dak Prescott. And, you know, and everybody was getting on Dak because he basically gambled on himself last year to sign the tag. But, and he got hurt, but you know what? It still worked out. He still got his money. He still got this big contract. Now, is he worth $40 million a year? I mean, in this, in the, you know, in this day and age, yeah. You know, right now he's up there. I wouldn't call him an elite quarterback, but he's not a bad quarterback. You know, is he a guy that's going to get you to the Super Bowl? You know, we'll see. I mean, this offense is loaded, you know, and now you got next year, you got the offensive line, is going to get healthy again. So they're going to come back. And that's a very good offensive line. You know, you add in an all-pro uh, running back, even though he looked like he took a step back, Elliott, last year. And then you got the receivers. Their tight end is coming back as well. So this is going to be an offense that is going to be absolutely no joke. Um, but their, their work has to be done on the defense. Obviously, we've seen this team give up, you know, tons of yardage, tons of points last year. But um, this is a deal that had to happen for the Cowboys. Had to. And it's all their fault. Why it's as, as big as it is. You know, it's all their fault. And Dak, and you got to appreciate Dak. You know, he, he did gamble somewhat on himself, but he knew he was going to get them painted into a corner. And he knew if he doesn't sign with Dallas, he was going to get it from somewhere else. So it was just a matter of time for him. And, you know, and the, the Cooper, if, if they want to move on from Cooper after this year or Elliott, I think after this year they can because their dead cap hits this year 
are pretty high. You know, Cooper's is 28 million and Elliott's is 24 and a half million. So those are pretty big dead cap hits if they move on from them this year. Um, so I don't think it'll be this year, probably be next year if they do. And like you said, it's, it's definitely, the, it's definitely because of the Prescott deal. Cause now his money is going to kick in next year. You know, it's a four year deal with, it's really a six year deal, but the last two years were voided to give him more money and blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's basically <laughs> a four year deal. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, kudos to Dak Prescott for getting it done, for getting his deal. And you know what? And Jerry Jones, I'm sure is not happy about it, but I mean, he looked a little uncomfortable in the press conference today, but um, it is what it is. You know, this is, and what's next for the quarterback position. Now you got Lamar Jackson coming up next, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen. <clears throat> How much of those guys are going to get paid next year or the year after, you know, because the, the Ravens uh, front off, uh, uh, what do you call it? GM was saying today that, they are starting to talk about uh, an extension for Lamar Jackson. And basically this is like a blueprint for it. You know, this is probably going to be about what he's going to get. So it's crazy for the quarterback, but that's, that's what he got. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott made it at least at last uh, the Cowboys have uh, answered the prayers of their fans. Um, kudos to Dak Prescott for keeping his mouth shut like a lot of people should do. Um, mm-hmm. I urge every NFL player to do the same when in negotiations with, with, a team, with teams um, because eventually the truth comes to light, whatever it is, you know. And for the most part, uh, within, within those negotiating times, there's whoever that has the leverage wins, that they're the ones that are going to win. And for the most part, if you keep your mouth shut, and you have the leverage, you win. Um, unless you're the Cowboys and you have the leverage, and you literally let time run out. <laughs> right. That 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 is that is where you fail. And um, but I'm I'm gonna say this. Um, reading into this contract, as much as Dak gets his money, this does not hurt the Cowboys as much as you would think because they literally uh, they pulled a rabbit out of them their hat right there because this is this this is kind of a, a you know reading this thing it, it, as much as it sounds like a lot of money they literally made it so that it wouldn't hurt the organization whilst Dak is getting paid so uh kudos to them for um coming up with this brilliant way of let us both win type type deal uh so hey man after you mess up if you you know, fess up and un- understand that you messed up and just do what you got to do to fix the situation. That's what you got there. There you go. And I hope to God that they, um, that they, that he comes back healthy and they, and he goes on and has a good season and they figure out what the hell they need to do on defense. Well, just think about it. Just going back to the uh, possible, you know, if they're going to possibly move Cooper and um, Elliot this year, his cap, it isn't that bad. It's only 22 next year. For Dak, it's thirty-three point two million. Twenty twenty-three, it's forty-four point two million, mm-hmm. and then twenty twenty-four, it's forty-seven point two million. They won't let it get that far, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, well, uh, they, they ain't cutting them anytime soon. Trust me. No, they're not gonna cut them, but 
you know, you know how contracts work out, man. Oh, you know, a lot of dead come knocking on it for these guys. Come knock, you know. That's why the whole six year thing is, you know, they just spread the money all over the place to make sure that it's not really hurting them, and they're in their pursuits to make the team better. So, <laughs> and the good thing for him too, as well, more on top of Dak Prescott, he got a no trade clause, and also they yep. can't tag him again either. Yes, because that's 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 why Davin made that point where he's getting tagged anyway. Um, literally, the tag now, um, when he signs the contract, he literally kind of shakes the tag off, creating a situation where they can't ever tag him again. So, yeah, well, he put that know. in his contract. He- well, yeah, well, that that was that was that was within the contract. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, that's why it works out that way. So, right. Uh Man, um, I'm not going to go too crazy over this situation. Um, we talked about this for two or three years. If, <laughs> if, Jones, if Jerry Jones and, com- and company know that this was their quarterback, why did this thing get a deal done way before this situation happened? I get it. Dak got to play his part. So forth and so forth. Great. Dak won, Dak won and that's great. But they should have been got something done. That's one. For two, the only option... The only other option, which we know wasn't going to happen, was they could have trade for Wilson, which we'll talk about in a second, Mr. Wilson, uh, Sharma's best friend. Um, <laughs> they could have tried to trade for Wilson. They would have to trade Dak in some, some draft picks. But that was the only other option. Just like you said, Chris, that was correct. There's no other options. Now, my thing is, is this. I'm, I get it. You got to play your quarterback in order to – in order to, um, you know, like you got to pay your franchise quarterback. But man, we we talked about this contract hand in hand. You know that that he you don't have to talk about it, but I know he was thinking. Look, listen, you know, I'm getting thirty seven million. I better at least get forty mil a year. So yeah, I'm gonna get this Patrick Mahomes money, and I'm gonna get this. We we talked about this Friday, and and I swore to you that I said this man do not should not get a $40 million contract and that's what he got. So I <laughs> shut my mouth because I see, it seems like my, my mouth just seems to, to say, say stuff that's true. I'm trying not to curse. To say stuff that's, that ends up being true. I'm so, with you. I'm with you. I said it. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not top right. five. Right. Know. But he's a good quarterback. Yeah. You know, so I'm he's not going to knock that. I'm not going to not yeah. knock that. I'm just saying that Dak won. Um, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt the Jones family because now I feel like they have to make a choice between Cooper, Cooper, and Elliot. <clears throat> That's one. And for two, if they don't do nothing about defense, just like you said, Sharman, they 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 are really they are they are effed, and <laughs> they're gonna have to figure out some ways to um to make it work. You know, they they need to have a successful draft this draft, just like CD Lamb which is going to be great for the future for them. I I hope they get this draft right again because they really need some help on defense. Well, well, the last last thing I'm ever going to I'm going to say about the Cowboys is this. And you mentioned CD Lamb and this is not a knock on CD Lamb. CD Lamb is a great player. Did you need another wide receiver? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's why I said all these, This is all my people. this is my issue. You <laughs> You tell you tell, so you didn't know that you needed a defensive help when you drafted a wide receiver. This is my question. So you literally they keep walking into these situations and creating these massive problems for their teams 
and and then somehow kind of slithering out of it without really kind of unscathed here and there. I, you know, that's one of the reasons why they haven't worn in so long is because I, what Mr. Jones is a rich man, he's successful, he, 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 he's a businessman, he's very good at his business, but Mr. Jones has not been the best GM that for the Cowboys. I think he has failed them on a lot of occasions, and that's part of the reason why they don't, they haven't gotten where they're, 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 they need to get. Because they, he just keeps leaving these glaring holes in this team. Because if you parlay that pick for Lamb into at least two, at least two plausible starters on defense, your defense would not suck that much last year. If so please do something. Do something up on about this defense, especially up front. Do something. And you know the crazy what? thing was that Cowboy fans was really happy about it. And I'm looking at them like, oh, okay, you got your quarterback, but don't tell me some help on defense. Like, what's, what's going on, guys? <laughs> and you know what? To be honest, this all whenever I see a guy at any position, but mostly quarterback because they take up so much money, is that I always think about how the Patriots got away with it for so many years with Brady not taking top money. You know, he didn't take money, top money for – 10, 15 years, he was not the top quarterback being paid. He wasn't the top five. He wasn't even the top 10 quarterback, um, you know, amount of money he was getting. So, and part of that, yeah, he was able to do that because he's married to someone who's probably worth even more than he is. So, yeah, I, I get it. He was able to do that. But that helped the Patriots so much when he wasn't asking for top dollar. You know, he was like, all right, hey, I'll take whatever. I'll take a few million less. So you could sign maybe another player or two to help us win, you know, and look what happens, right? Hey, hey Chris, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Brady, speaking of Brady, the reason why they, 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 that now let's now, now that you talk about Brady, let's talk about example, Levante David, one of the best linebackers in the league, because signed, he could have got a major contract, you know, which, which you said yesterday, Sean, which is very agreed. He, Signed only two years for twenty three million dollars, twenty five million dollars, right. twenty million guaranteed, and that's like you get that you get that championship, you get a taste of that championship dream. It's like okay, I'm I'm willing to do willing to do what it takes. Not many quarterbacks are thinking how Tom Brady is thinking. So how many are? But the but the but guys, I gotta push back a little bit on this because because this. In my opinion, it's up to the team to create the situation where you could get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm taking less because this team is so well built that we could make a couple runs and become a dynasty or something like that. The problem with the Cowboys is they have not made enough of those moves. If you look at what the Buccaneers did over the last three to five years, Everybody, oh, they suck, they suck, they suck. But little by little, they started drafting well, putting players in positions that, that flourished over and over and hiring the right coaches. Little by little, all they needed was get to get the GOAT down there, and there you go. But if you're not making the moves, I don't care how much money you have, if you don't make the moves that's going right. no, to no, establish I'm your team, 
then it really doesn't matter if the cowboy, if the quarterback does not take enough money or he does not take money or but he it doesn't. helps out a lot. I'm telling I'm I, you're right, the right moves, yeah, because that goes, goes without Bucks, saying, right? Why do <laughs> you think the Bucks is uh is, is trying to get uh buried in and got win and that's a real weird situation trying to get a contract, a long term contract with them. It seems like it's helping out, but you 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 know I I understand where you're coming from, Sean. Yeah, so no, right. because the situations are not the same. You're talking about no, 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 a no, no, successful just, team. We're not saying that. Super Bowl. No, no, I'm not saying the Tampa Bay situation is the same as the New England situation with Tom Brady. With the New England situation with Tom Brady, it was he took the least, you know, not the least amount of money, but especially he took less, right. He took less money so that guys could sign. Now he's taking a decent amount of money. He's not giving them a break. I mean, he's making, I think it's like $28 million. So he's not giving them a break. But now that's the lore. That's money. Right. But I'm just saying right. now the lore of Tom Brady will make a guy say, oh, you know what? Like with this, with Levante David, he probably could have gotten a three or four year deal somewhere else and a little bit more. But he figured, hey, you know what? Maybe Brady's cool. only got two more years left. So I'm going to play with him for two more years and maybe we could win one more Super Bowl. Maybe two. So 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 correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are saying that that you are you guys saying that you think Dak should have taken less money to help the Cowboys? No, no, get no, better players. No, Is that no. what you guys are saying? No. Okay, all right. I'm, all not right. Saying I'm just have, checking. But I'm you know what? Checking. But you know what? I'm just saying though. With I'm Brady, he did that, and look what happened. But he did that because why, why did he, he do could, that? Because he was he nice. Could, <laughs> no, not because he was nice. Not because he was nice. But listen to me. Before Tom Brady was making, was able to ask for whatever amount of money he could have, and he did not. And he was the up, up and coming star of the of, of the Patriots. What were the Patriots? The Patriots was a great team. They had one of the best coaches to ever do it. They had one of the best defenses to ever do it. They had Hall of Fame players everywhere. So when Brady came into his own and started playing and continued the tradition of a great team, not only continue the tradition of a great team, but take it to another level, which is winning more Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Winning a Super he was Bowl. Able... They, didn't win one. they didn't win one without him. Right. But, but okay. listen to this. But, but the team was great before. Good. They, he, not great. He... They were good. Okay. Okay. Good. good. Okay. Fine. <laughs> semantics great and good no that's no 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 no. you either win okay. a super bowl or you don't if you don't fine. win a super bowl then you're a pretty good team fine fine <laughs> fine so they so they so they weren't good they weren't great but they were good right yeah. but you can't right. argue with the fact that they had hall of fame players on their team right that means Before nothing Brady. that means nothing okay fine he's still fine his money wait one second one second listen to this right tom tom brady was able to take less and have the law of Tom Brady, the great Tom Brady, have people flock into New England and getting signed because they were winning, because the team was complete. And, and they had the coach to go with it and they had everything else. You understand me? That does not work. I don't care how much money anybody does not take. It does not work unless you have everything else. The problem with right. I agree. The problem I with agree. with with the argument of not taking the most money because these other guys are gonna sign and we want to save money is that 
it's on the front office to do what it takes. Right. Even not, if you I'm have ten million dollars to do what it takes. Exactly. And unfortunately, Only unfortunately, <laughs> listen to this. Unfortunately, New England, and if you track from New England, you track from um, the Bucks and what the Steelers used to be, and all these teams that have been good or great for long periods of time. One of the most constant things that you find is a more is a, a, a great front office that correct. keeps correct milling out great players over correct. and over and correct. over and over again. So it doesn't really matter, even if they're picking wide receivers from the fourth round, they're picking guys from the fifth and sixth round, not, and they're I'm becoming stars. That. I, so the money does not so at the end of the day, no, but I'm just saying the money at the end of the day does not matter. Because oh, people, all that cutting, all that cutting, no, because it's 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 to me it's it's a mirage. Uh, it's perpetuated by the teams to that. say, "Oh, we can't make moves. We can't make moves because this guy is taking too much money." They're literally creating this thing that really does not exist. Because if they do their job right, it doesn't matter because they have all these things that let them. They have they have this thing where they have they could have young quarterbacks play for three. What is it? Three, five to five years without them paying any kind of significant money for them. There's well, so me... many things that work out in their favor. Their their failure to build a team is on them. It's on front offices and the NFL Absolutely. on the whole, and I'm not, not the players that are getting paid. I'm not. Or even, I don't care how much money all. they ask for. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing: not every player cares that much about winning. They do want to win. Sure. I'm not saying they don't, but you know what? When it comes down to it, they want to get paid. And mm -hmm. I'm not, and I'm not saying they're bad in that in that thinking either. They you should want to get the most money. And I get it. But I, I'm just telling, I'm just pointing it out that Brady for years did not say, I want to be the top rated, uh, top paid quarterback in the league. And he could have, he could have done that, but he didn't. He wasn't even right. in the top 10. Uh, that all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You're right. Okay. In, you're right in the front office. Yeah, they need to make the right moves because let's say, all right, for argument's sake, let's say Dak says, you know what, just give me 25 million a year. The rest of the money, let's let's put it into the team and let's make some moves. Now, to your point, if the GM and if Jerry Jones doesn't do the right moves, it was for nothing, and Dak sacrificed all this money for absolutely nothing. Right. So I, right. I'm not disagreeing with you, but in the end, how many players does it will do this to say, you know what, I'm going to forego making the most money at my position, which I know I could get it to, you know, to give you guys a little bit more to sign a couple of guys here and there. Not many guys will do that. No, that's very rare. Okay. And that's very that's, rare. That was my point. And I'm not, and, 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 and I understand what you're saying, but it's easier to do when you have everything around you. Levante David is not going to find uh, – there's not going to be that many teams that's going to want to sign Levante David right now as a free agent. That would that would give him the situation that he's in there right now at all, not even close. Right. He, so he's, he's literally in the best – he's literally in the best position that he could be. So it allows him to make that kind of decision. Hey, man, I don't – cut off – like I don't need the extra five or six mil. I could I could do without it. Right. You know? And that's my point. My point is it's easier to make these decisions when everything around you is working so well. Look, you're looking at the, 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 the Buccaneers right now. They could make a three-year run. 
And some players are just content with what, you know, like, okay, if I make, say he's making, what is he making? 12 million or whatever a year, if he's making 12 million. All right. If I go out there, I might get a four year deal worth say 14 million a year. So is the eight to 9 million more, is that worth it? You know, or is it worth it to come here, you know, stay in Tampa Bay. I'll make a few million less, you know, maybe let's say 10 million less. It won't be that much, but let's say 10 million less. And to stay here and have a shot without a doubt, because I got the greatest quarterback arguably to ever live, guiding this team. I, I think I'll stay here. I'm, I'm in a perfect position. Right. So and that and that is my point. Right. Some do think that way, but it's I don't want to say it's rare, but it's it's in the minority rather than the majority. And and there's nothing wrong with that. No, and there's nothing not there's nothing wrong with that. Get your money. But all I'm all all my my whole point was trying to 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 point out the fact that these circumstances only happen in the minute. It is it only happened in the rarest examples. And we have we've only seen a handful of teams in the NFL that has allowed players within their organization to make moves like that because they're so good that it's fun to stay. It's not like you're in misery all day and every day and you're working so hard and then you're putting your body on the line and then you're losing all these games and the front office is doing all this crap and all this stuff. So you're not only having to deal with you pounding the crap out of yourself every day, but you also have to put in with the emotional stress of losing over and over and over again. So that was my only point. My point was, it, the situation allows players. The same thing that happened in New England, where they had the pri- a premier situation, where you had the best coach to ever do it, the best quarterback to ever do it, and so on and so forth. It, anybody that is everybody, hey, man, I'm going to stay around. I lose a few dollars, but I'm having fun here. It's fun to play here. I could actually build a legacy here. You know, exactly, on, on not the, many players you know, will do that. Not many players will risk because, especially in football, because football, you know what, your career might be over in one play. You know, it's it's exactly that quick. So that's why not many player, does it. So, and I get it. That's why I don't blame the players. Like, listen, I'm going to cash in when I can because my career might be over in you know tomorrow. So I get it, and I'm I'm not you know making this guy's you know I'm not saying Dak shouldn't have went for forty. You know, like he should have went for twenty million a year. No, you know what? Go for it. Just look what he did last year. He, you know, with with the ankle injury, that's a pretty serious there you injury, go. Yep. and that could definitely possibly happen again. So um, that that's all I'm saying. Like whenever I see this come up, I always see it as you know what Brady did that for so many years, where he did take a little bit less. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess that was I guess that was a hell of a debate. Um, <laughs> Let's 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 uh let's do real quick. Um, Sharma, your best friend. Okay, Seattle uh has sent letters out this season, ticket holders, but Russell Wilson wasn't in the letter. Should that should that be a problem or not, and why? This is not a problem. This is a tit for tat between an organization and a man trying to get gain as much political power as possible in an organization. And there's people in that organization that would want nothing more than to keep him in his spot, in his place. Stay in your spot. You're the quarterback. You're going to have some say, but you're trying to reach for too much. And I think that's kind of probably, that's what it is. In my opinion, it's like a shot across the bow kind of 
you know, it sounds, it's like pretty childish in my opinion, you know, omitting his name when everybody knows who he is. I mean, uh, it's just kind of crazy, but I don't think it's a big deal, man. I think a lot of this stuff is, uh, is kind of like, uh, I don't know, man, <laughs> it's childish in my opinion. You know, they, they're literally, they're having a difference in opinion on how to move forward, which is something is, that's normal. It's a normal thing. Not everybody's going to be on board with everything. You know, hash it out per, um, privately and, and move on. Uh, but that whole, um, I w- I'm not, uh, you know, as much as you guys know, I love the kid. I just, I, I'm not in agreement with his, with his uh, comments, um, his, his public comments about the whole thing and, him omitting them is his go Seahawks, the go Hawks um, saying a couple times to trying to they're um, 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 doing that omitting the whole thing with his name is I, I think it's crap. I, I, I don't. Uh... You know what, to me, it, it just, it just doesn't look right for them because something doesn't look right, you know, and what you're saying about, they should talk, you know, behind closed doors and they should try to hash it out. I get it. But you know what? This has been going on now for a couple of years where they've tried to and it's just not working, you know. And, and this year, I think it kind of came to a to a head where the first six or seven games, they were opening up the offense a little bit. You know, Russell was playing great and all that. And then he had a couple of games in a row where he threw a bunch of interceptions, turned the ball over. I think it was like seven times in about two weeks, you know, in about two games. And then they went back to their run heavy offense, you know, to win games again. And they did, you know, they still won 12 games. This is still a team that is capable of making a run in the playoffs and possibly getting to the, uh, to the Super Bowl. You know, the defense, yeah, a little weak, but um, listen, I, the way I look at it is Seattle, Seattle's only got four options in this situation. If they wanted to trade them, right. You trade them, you got nothing behind them at quarterback. So unless you figure out what you're going to do at quarterback, I, I, I don't think you can move them because you have no quarterback in-house and there's no getting back to with Dak. There's no option out there for a quarterback. I mean, who are you going to bring in that's going to be equal to or somewhat equal to Russell Wilson? There's just, not, there's just nobody out there. So, I, I mean, if they're going to make a trade, they better have a plan B for a quarterback. Or if they're going to make a trade, are they – are they saying, you know, are they saying automatically, okay, let's start to rebuild and, and all this. I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm really not sure if, if that's what they want to do, but something is definitely wrong with this team, you know, the team, there's something wrong with Russell Wilson and the coach upper management, whatever you want to get to it. You know, there, there's definitely a, a miscommunication or there's definitely a, a misconnect there. Um, and they did get together, though, when they hired the new offensive coordinator, right? So Russell Wilson did okay this new offensive coordinator. So that's, that's where I think they, it looks like they were going to start to maybe hash things out or to be able to work together. We'll see. But this still the, the smoke is still there with this team. And, uh, and what I thought was weird, the whole thing, everything else, I think I, I agree with what Charmin said is that it's all just, you know, back and forth, whatever. The one part that I found weird, and maybe it was just uh, this um, Russell Wilson 
putting a little bit of pressure on them is that he went through his agent and said, I want to, um, if I'm going to get traded, he said, I don't want to be traded, but if I do get traded, I'll only want to go to these four teams. You know, and he named Dallas, Vegas, Chicago, and um, New Orleans, right? So that to me was weird. Like, if you don't want to be traded, you don't have to say, oh, if I do, you know, if, if I do get traded, then I just want to go to these four teams. You know, I, I just think that was the wrong thing to say on, you know, from Russell Wilson's side. So now when you look at the teams, you got to scratch off Dallas. And now you're down to just three teams that he would want to get traded to, right? Um, Vegas, New Orleans, and Chicago. Now, obviously, Chicago has been looking for a franchise quarterback for how long? Probably as long as we have, or maybe longer. Um, New Orleans, obviously, with Breeze probably retiring. That could, that's another thing that we got to talk about, too, is we haven't heard anything from him yet. Um, will Breeze, I mean, will, will New Orleans um, maybe make a trade for him? I don't know. You know, they obviously don't have the cap space. <laughs> They're way above it now. So, um it's going to be interesting. I mean, Vegas has the, the most space to make this a possibility and they do have Carr as their quarterback. So I would think he'd be part of the deal and, you know, he would be an okay replacement for Russell. He's obviously not Russell Wilson, but at least he's pretty good. You know, I mean, he had a pretty good year last year. So, but <clears throat> I just found it weird that all the back and forth, like Shaman said, it's just, it's whatever, whatever you want to say. It shouldn't. It, it, the situation <laughs> should have never happened in the first place. Right, and that it is. That, it like Russell up. Wilson does have the have a right to speak because that offensive line has been crap slash doo doo. Excuse my language yes. for the past two three years. Like so, and Russell Wilson is getting hurt. He's getting hit out there. You know, yes, he's making the plays. He's putting up the numbers. He's being the leader to his team. But in order for your leader to be there for more than three, five years, whatever, how many, whatever, how much time you want him there, you got to get that man the protection he needs. Exactly. <laughs> that, so it's just crazy that this is even going on because none of us shouldn't even be talking about this right now. We should be saying, oh, Seattle's going back to the playoffs. Um, if they add new additions, maybe to the Super Bowl, so forth and so forth. But it's sad that we had to talk about this. This, I, this, this is really weird. And to be honest, it looks like it, looking at his contract, it's definitely easier for them to move him next year. So you know what? What they should try to do is get in a room, like like Shaman said, go behind closed doors, get a nice little meeting going, and say, guys, listen, let's try to go all in for this year. Let's try to win it. Make one more run. We got the new offensive coordinator. Let's see how this year goes. And if at the end of the year, and if if Russell still feels like, you know, he's being mistreated or not appreciated enough or whatever words you want to use for him. If he still feels the same way, then next year, then make your move. But this year, it just seems financially, it really is going to be a killer for the, for Seattle to make that move. Cause I mean, the dead cap hit they're going to get is, is pretty high. So, um, and like I said, there's no option for them. I mean, unless Vegas, Vegas is the, the Raiders are the only team that could offer them a decent quarterback in return. Maybe the Saints, but who are they going to give them? Taysom Hill? <laughs> you know, I don't think Taysom Hill is anywhere near what uh, Wilson is. At least Carr is a – he's been 
a decent quarterback, you know, and last year he had a pretty good year. So um, I, I don't know. It's just it, this where, where the smoke is fire, that stuff. And it's been going on for even before he signed his extension. If you remember, it didn't seem like they were on the same page. So mm. now it's just getting, it's just gotten worse every year. So. Uh-huh. Hey man, if, if two, if two people, if, if two people, we don't have to agree, but we, if we have the same goals, we could, we could work together. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, that's, that's what they should be doing because you can't replace that guy. You just can't. And he erases so much of their flaws. Um, it's incredible. Um, there's no, sometimes in the last couple of years, we've predicted preseason predicted the, the Seahawks to barely get eight wins and they go on and win nine and 10 wins get nine and 10 wins. Why? Whoa. Because they, right, exactly. And they, they, why? Because they have one of the better quarterbacks in the last decade. And what? Because you have a little tiff, you're going to let him walk? Really? And do what? But I think that little tiff you're talking about has been around for at least three years now, and it's gotten worse. So, you know, it's, and obviously him and the head coach are not seeing eye to eye. So there is more than what people see on the outside. Everybody thinks, ah, they'll, they'll be fine. You know, that they're, they'll disagree or whatever, but there's a little bit more there. So I agree with you. I'm not saying no, I totally agree with you, but you gotta, you come on, man. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta, (laughs) you gotta take, you gotta take the hit. You know, what do you want to do? You know, it, it would it would it would shine up really it would really expose the Seahawks as a bad organization if they let this dude walk and what their compensation for him you know there's right. nothing compa- <laughs> comparable anywhere there's nothing comparable anywhere I mean you know? the only thing right the, the only thing you could look back on like I said with this maybe possibly you know you go in and say listen let's deal with it Let's get through this year. We got the new offensive coordinator who, who he did okay, you know, so he was in on, an, on that decision. So we can't say he wasn't. He was in on that decision and he gave the okay to, to hire the new OC. So this is a guy that he okayed. So they should be fine in that sense. So I would, if, if I'm the Seahawks and if I was Russell Wilson, instead of moving this year, I'd say, listen, we got a good team. We won 12 games last year. We're close. Listen, let's try to improve our offensive line. We'll get some help on defense. Let's make a run this year. And then after this year, we'll see where we're at. If we're still at the same, you know, you're not happy and, you know, you feel like you're being underappreciated or whatever it might be, you know what? Then next year we'll, we'll move them because next year it's a little bit less of a dead cap hit. This year it's a, a huge dead cap hit. I do not think they want to do that this year. I just, I, it makes no sense to do it for your reasons and the financial reason of it too. And you do it next year, he's only got two years left on his contract after this season. So it's a little bit easier for a guy. And he's also going to be 33 this year, right? He's going to be 33 this season. So, you know, he'll be 33 going into his 34 year, 34 season next year, you know, 2022, and he'll have two years left. And I think he'll be easier to move because of the the, uh, the money and but maybe like you said maybe within this year 
maybe things will be better. Maybe they start winning some, you know, they'll, they'll get back on the winning stretch, you know, and they make a run in the playoffs and everything will be kind of squashed, but we'll see, you know, this, like I said, this has been building for a couple of years and it came to a point this year and he's obviously not happy. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> We'll definitely see. When yeah. we figure that out, we'll have more news. Um, just a quick, just a quick take on the update on the uh, franchise tags. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, did, did any of them surprise you? I, I mean, mine was probably uh, Cam Robinson from the Jaguars. Yeah, he didn't have too. such a great season for the Jaguars, and now he, he's going to have to protect Trevor Lawrence. So I don't know. He's got a very tough task ahead of him. But um, any any surprises on the, any of the tags that happened? I was a little surprised Detroit let Galladay go. You know, well, not tag him actually. Um, cause they had let, uh, Jones go and I thought, you know what, maybe they should bring him back, but maybe they're going in a different direction there. So that one, that one surprised me a little bit. Yeah. That one surprised me because all their wide receivers are free agents, Jones and Amendola too. So, um, yeah. it's bringing in a new quarterback, you know, what, what's the, what's the sense? Are you going to give him weapons or not? What's the deal? I don't, I. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so that definitely surprised me. Um, but every, but most for the most part, it kind of stayed on. Everything was uh, on, kind of what I thought it was going to be. So do y'all agree with the uh, the Marcus May tag? Yeah. yeah. Um, they had to do it because yep. because because it seems like they were at an impasse on whatever numbers that been thrown thrown in between the team and, and the player's free agent. I'm, I mean, the player's agent, um, you know, if, if they're not going to get something done before the time, they better tag him instead of losing him to free agency, you know, giving them a little bit more time to, to get, get the numbers straight and get him signed. That's all. Yeah. It just gives them more time to, to hopefully sign an extension with them. You know uh, well, we've seen Denver, they, they tagged uh, Simmons a second time. I don't think that'll happen with May, but you know, next year if they don't get a long-term deal going. But um, we'll see. Ho- hopefully, this gives them time to get an extension because you know what, May's a good guy. He seems like he seems like a good guy, good player on the field. Yeah, he got hurt his first season, but um, other than that, man, he's been a solid player for us. So let's let's hope they could get an extension done for him. Yeah, very true. All right, so. Um, I guess we can finish our last three divisions uh, this week. Um, I think we got NFC West, North, and South. So, Chris and Sharman, whenever y'all ready, go right ahead, Chris. All right. I guess we'll we'll start with the West. Um, we'll start with the 49ers. Um, let's look at their their cap. They're right now below twenty five million, so they're pretty good. So they got some room to maneuver here. But they do have some key free agents out there. Trent Williams, their tackle who they, they traded for, that's going to be a big one, and they're already trying to sign him. Richard Sherman, you could probably see him go. Solomon Thomas, that's a guy hopefully we could try to sign. Um, their fullback, I'm not going to try to say his name. You um, check. You <laughs> check, there you go. Uh, Tevin Coleman, and the other running back is a free agent, McKinnon. Um, who else? Kendrick Bourne, the receiver, Quan Williams, the corner. Um, to name a few, both their backup quarterbacks are 
free agents. And that might be someone, one of those guys we might be signing as our backup, but what are their needs outside of their free agents? They need to edge Russia. Um, of course, uh, they have the kid. He's going to come back from injury. Um, uh, uh, man, <laughs> my, my head, my, uh, Nick Bosa is going to come back from injury. Uh, but uh, apparently um, D Ford is probably is not going to return. Um, there's news that he's probably not going to return. So they probably, they need to inject some, some help across from um, Bosa. So they need, they definitely need help there. Cornerback uh, is probably some, another thing, you know, I don't, um, Richard Sherman coming back is probably not going to happen. Um, uh, Emmanuel Mosley might come back. You know, but uh, uh, wouldn't it be easier or better to go young? You know, try to get somebody in the draft or something like that. Yeah. You know, so they they need they need they definitely need to. You know, need need that um that that kid the the Witherspoon kid is pretty nice. Um, he he he's good, but they still need depth. Um, and they need they definitely need help. Um, at the corner with Sherman leaving, um, they got to figure out their quarterback position. Um, is Jimmy G going to be the guy? And even if Jimmy G is the guy, um, um, what are they going to do in the future? That's going to be the question. And, and Jimmy G is a question mark in my, in my opinion, because he's shown to be injury prone at this point. So is that a good point? You know, at this point, is that a good deal to uh, move on with him and put everything on him when you know there's a possibility he might go down again? So they need to figure that out. Uh, interior offensive line. Uh, that's part of the issue. They had, uh, you know, they had injuries there, and and probably that kind of shone a light uh, on the position. They definitely need a little depth there and a little help there um, at interior def- uh, or interior offensive line. And uh, in in that system, running back is something they always need. Um, they definitely need uh, need help there in 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 running back. They'll always need that kind of help. Um, of course, they could. <laughs> it always seems like they could draft somebody from anywhere, and that person will <laughs> will definitely shine in that system. So, so they definitely and and um, Jukeski Todd is a is a is a free agent, like you said, um, is a, a safety free agent. And so, are they going to sign him? Uh, he, he was, he's a very good player and he, he really makes that defense go. One of the players that make that defense go. So, um, are they going to sign him? What are they going to do there? They definitely need to figure out what they're going to do there. Um, uh, but, uh, they have the Tavarius Moore, uh, kid, uh, but, um, they need to figure out what they're going to do, um, at safety. Okay. All right. Well, next up you got Arizona, their caps, Situation looks good at uh, they're below 15, uh, 15 million under the cap right now. So they're in pretty good shape. They got some pretty key injuries. Uh, I mean, injuries, free, pretty key free agents. Um, two big ones uh, to me, Peterson, Patrick Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald. I know they're not the key players that, they, that they've been the last decade, but you're losing huge leadership voids there with them possibly leaving. Um, so that's, that's hard to replace on a team, especially on a young team. Uh, you got Kenyon Drake is also a free agent. 
uh, Marcus Golden, their linebacker, Hassan Reddick. Pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Right. Reddick, another one. Uh, a couple of corners, but nobody really big. Um, Alfred and Fitzpatrick, they're all a little bit older. So um, Jonathan Joseph, Fitzpatrick. So, but I think the key ones to me is Fitzgerald and Peterson. Fitz, I mean, Fitzgerald might just retire. Peterson was probably going to play somewhere else, but those are big uh, leadership value, uh, leadership guys leaving his team. Yes. They did get JJ Watt. So that's going to be a huge uh, leadership guy coming in. But um, so what else do they need? Corner. Like you said, Peterson is gone, but Peterson is not the only one gone. Drew Kirkpatrick. Uh, Jonathan Joseph, Kevin Peterson. Right. So they need to figure out what they're going to do in, in at corner, definitely. You know, so um, they have a few guys on the contract, but uh, you can't, you, you, you know, I just mentioned three guys gone. So you definitely need, uh, need to infuse a little bit more uh, talent into that situation. Wide receiver is another help, um, another place that they need help. Uh, of course, we know what the, uh, the hop could do um Fitzgerald could always do um I think I think I heard news that he said he want to keep playing I don't know if he's going to keep playing for them because I don't think there was a according to um I haven't seen anywhere that they um that there was actual agreement and if he's going to continue or not um even if he can he's continuing um DeAndre Hopkins need help um the guys they've drafted kind of has not really uh uh panned out christian kirk kind of andy isabella yeah and 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 those guys were supposed to be pretty good um Keyshawn, Keyshawn johnson is one of those guys i really like coming out in the draft and i hope he takes off this year because I, he has a talent he has the size he has the speed um but even though they still need they they still need somebody um another 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 guy at that position um and running I'm back he's a tight end too yeah yeah, they they definitely nothing there. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely need a tight end too. That's definitely a position that they don't they they don't have. Uh, they have this this uh, kid Max Williams, uh, but um, I think he's injury prone because I haven't seen him on the field for that much. Yeah. So you de- so you definitely want, especially with a, with a quarterback like you have a quarter, you have to protect your quarterback and give him give him uh, players that could bust seams wide open. Um, you definitely need that kind of uh, that that kind of presence in the middle of the field to help your quarterback. Um, they, they they need um, I'm sorry guys. They need running back like you were saying before. Um, with um, uh, what's his name? You just said is it's a great Canyon Drake. I'm uh, being a free agent. Um, they need they need some. Uh, uh, um, Chase Edmonds is is good. But uh, is that the is that you know I think I think in that system you need to to running backs anyway so um, that's a good that's a good uh, that's I think that's a good this is a good time to try to get uh, running back to to um, to to help out on that offense. Okay, uh, we'll do the LA Rams next, and LA Rams not in good shape salary cap wise they're uh, about 32 million over the cap so they're not looking so good in that situation so they're gonna have to make some more moves um free agents leonard floyd he's a free agent 
Uh, Malcolm Brown, one of their running backs, is a free agent. Troy Hill, corner. Uh, their tight end, Gerald Everett. Um, who else? Uh, strong safety, John Johnson. Uh, other than that, Josh Reynolds, he's like their fourth uh, wide receiver. So they, they're not hurting too bad with the free agents, but um, what are their holes looking like right now? Yeah, uh, one of the teams that always drive me nuts, the way they always perform, but it's only because they're top heavy. They have uh, a lot of talent on the top, uh, a lot of talented guys on the top, just best corner, best defensive tackle, <laughs> you know. Uh, but um, but inside linebacker is somewhere I would look. Um, I think they should have done that last year a little bit. Um, but I did. They definitely need a standout player in the middle of the field in that defense. Um, Edge Russia is another place I think they need. They need to look at. Um, uh, I think Leonard Floyd, like you, you, did you mention Leonard Floyd being a free agent? Because I think he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is. And Floyd, uh, what he's like, he gave them ten and a half sacks. I think something like that. Uh, yeah, you have to replace that. Um, yeah. I think I think no matter what I think no matter what when you have a player like Aaron Aaron Donald at the ridiculous rate that he's going you you can't continue playing that well can you I mean it's kind of crazy you just you just have to they have to give him some help up front no matter what uh center oh man um interior line man um interior offensive line is somewhere they need to do something with especially coming in now with a different quarterback, um, I think I think um, um, the new quarterback they have is uh, I think Stafford is 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 he moves a little around a little better than Goff does, so that might give them a little bit of a chance inside. But uh, I think they would be remiss to not uh, uh, implement um, better players on the interior part of that offensive line, especially with them being more of a power running type offense. Um, they definitely need to figure that out. Um, corner is another place uh, because we know what we know what Jalen Ramsey is, but he's just one guy. Uh, uh, like you said, you said Troy Hill is a free agent. Yeah, uh, they got to figure him out, and and also uh, Darius uh, Williams too. So they definitely need to figure that out, um, corner wise. Um, and. I love Cooper Cup and, and Woods, but they need somebody else. I think I think with when Brandon Brandon Cooks left that offense, I think he left a significant hole. I don't think Van Jefferson is the guy that to do that. I think Van Jefferson is a more intermediate type of receiver. Um, they need somebody that could bust open all defenses, go deep, and they don't have that right now. Um, so uh, they definitely need um, wide receiver help. Uh, and uh, tackle. Uh, we know what Whitworth is, uh, class act, and we're probably one of the better tackles in the league for a while. Uh, I, I don't know if Bobby Evans is an, is the guy that you want to put your future in. I mean, he's a good, he's an okay player, but I think he's more of a backup type guy. Um, so um, they definitely need to do something about their tackle situation. Yeah. 
Well, they're lucky they don't have a lot of free agents because they don't they they still got a lot of work to do with the, uh, with the cap. So they're in a little bit of trouble. So we'll yep. see. <laughs> um, all right, Seahawks will finish up the uh, NFC West with Seattle. They're in decent decent um, shape. They're uh, twenty two million below, so they got some room. Uh, assuming that nothing happens with Russell and it's status quo, um, KJ Wright. One of their leaders too is is a free agent, uh, Bruce Irvin, uh, Carlos Dunlap. We just seen him get released uh, yesterday. Uh, tight end Jacob Hollister, uh, Carlos Hyde. They're running back Carson. They didn't tag. That was another big tag or no tag. Um, <clears throat> they didn't get tagged, so that's definitely going to be a hole there. Um, corner, um, both their corners are free agents. Quentin Denbar. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Griffith are both free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, wide receiver, we heard about Gordon once again, not playing, playing, whatever. David Moore is a free agent. Philip Dorsett, another receiver. Hmm. So they got some holes to fill. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But what, what are the holes do they have? You, you, you definitely <laughs> hit the nail on the head with the, with the corner situation. Um, we definitely need to figure out what they're going to do at corner. That makes um, th- that defense uh, for parts of the season last year just looked horrible. Um, that that's definitely one of their major needs. Um, I think I think the secondly, I think um, probably you could say that for the last three years they definitely need help at defensive line. That just you know they have fumbled that away over and over and over again, the fact that they cannot get enough of a push up front, um, not only to pass rush, but to also stop the run. Um, they definitely need to figure that whole front up, um, front out, they need to figure that out. Um, I think it's time for them to start figuring figuring out at linebacker what they're gonna do. Um, bring, bring somebody young to learn under the, the old veterans that are there, um, they definitely need to do that. And uh, last but not least, shore up the offensive line, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and remember, they don't have a first-round pick <laughs> this yeah, year. That's not that's, good. Yeah, that's going to hurt them a lot. So that concludes the AFC, uh, NFC West. So we'll jump to the North, and we'll start with the Bears. The Bears are not looking good cap-wise either. They're 22 around above. So they're going to have to make some moves here to uh, free up some uh, cap space. Um, big free agents, obviously the huge hole. You got to be pretty blind not to see this hole, but the quarterback position, which Rubisky <laughs> now is a free agent. Um, other than that, uh, Cordella Patterson, he's more of the return guy. Uh, Roy Robertson Harris, the tackle, is a free agent. Um, uh, Artie Burns, that corner, he's a free agent. Um, that's about it with main guys um, as free agents. So what do you think they got to go with here? Like what, what holes do you think they need to fill other than quarterback, obviously? Of course. Uh, that's the big line. <laughs> uh, yeah. Offensive line, man. Uh, I think, I think some, some probably one of the worst offensive line play I saw, especially on, on the interior, um, 
definitely was some of the worst offensive line I uh, play I saw. I think the only two guys I saw down the stretch play well was uh, Mastifa and Bars. Um, that was it, and they were like late round picks. They were like fourth or fifth round pick guys that that kind of stood their ground and played well. They need to revamp that offensive line. Uh, wide receiver, even if they ke- they keep Ra- Robinson. Uh, and I love Donald Mooney and what he could do. They need a third guy. They need somebody else there. Um, they need somebody that could um, do the dirty work underneath. I think you keep Robinson do do Robinson do the um, do the deep stuff. You need Mooney do the intermediate stuff and do somebody that could uh, do the um, underneath stuff. Um, edge rusher. Um, they brought Robert Quinn in last year. You know, I, do, I, I love Quinn. Quinn was one of the best rushers in the league for a long time, uh, but he's not the same guy anymore. They need to replace him. They need to help Khalil Mack do his thing. If he's going to be the focal point of offenses, he's not going to always be the guy. He's probably going to have these, always have these one or two crazy games every year where he has stats that look like a three or four game stretch <laughs> in one game. But you, But for him to um, be good, consistently he needs the help he can't be the focal point of every offense coming in um same thing with a defensive line um um, i mean inside linebacker um rokan smith is a pretty a very good defense um offense um man (laughs) linebacker but um they have danny trevathan as his as his guy with his partner in in crime and trevathan is not the same guy he used to be they need to replace Tradition with some youth. Um, that's it. All right. But they definitely got a, they got some work done, uh, work to be done on that cap for sure. So yeah. expect some more moves coming up for them. Uh, all right. Next up, we'll go to Detroit for the Lions. Their cap space, they're below, but not by much, only about $9 million. So they're going to have to make some moves as well. Um, big free agents for them. Obviously, we, we mentioned before their wide receivers, Jones, Amendola, Galladay, all free agents. Um, their defensive end, Romeo Aquara. Aquara, yeah. Aquara, he's a free agent. Um, other than that, nothing big, nothing, uh, nothing major, but we do know they have a lot of holes. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Well, they got a quarterback now. They got Goff. Well, not a, now, but they have golf. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, of course, like you said, they need wide receiver, but uh, linebacker is something, something else that they've been trying to figure out for the last, I don't know how long. Um, and every, almost everybody they've drafted has just hasn't panned out. <laughs> um, so they definitely need to figure out that um, they definitely, like you said, need to figure up, figure out the defensive line. And it's not only at edge Russia. Um, with Okoro, which is kind of crazy that you have an issue with your line and then you let one of your better players go. I don't get that. Um, I think they sh- I thought they should they would have kept Okoro around because that whole defensive line needs help. Um, uh, I think uh, they have um, former Patriots guy uh, off my top of my head. I can't remember his name, but he they, um, they have a few guys. They have at Jamie least one. Collins. Right. Collins. Right. He's the only guy there. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and they, and I don't understand why they're letting a walk. Uh, but, but that team, 
Um, especially on defense, they need they need a lot of work. Uh, see what they they're gonna do. Um, that's it. All right. Next up, we go to Green Bay for the Packers, and their cap situation is they're a little bit above. They're at like eight million above, so they're gonna have to make some moves here to clear up some space. Big free agents, obviously the running back. That was another one that was a lot of people were a little weird about the running back, Aaron Jones, not getting tagged. Um, also, their center is a free agent, so that's a hole now. Um, their linebacker, Christian Kursky, is a free agent. Right tackle, Ricky Wagner. Lane Taylor, the guard. Um, Kevin King, the corner. Um that's about it. Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's the big Aaron Jones was the big one, but they got some other ones. So yeah. but they did get uh who they draft last year with that. Didn't they draft someone early last year? Running back? Yeah. Uh uh um, um uh, man, his name is like right on the tip of my tongue. Uh man. And he and he played he played pretty well down the stretch for them too. AJ Dillon. <laughs> Dillon, right. That's the name. Yeah. He 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 but he's more of a, a thunder guy. He's the big guy in the group, you know. Yeah. Um. So so um. If if they let uh, if they let uh, Jones walk, I think they would need um. They need to replace him with somebody that would be like-minded, play like him, kind of, um, on the cheap apparently because they don't want to pay him. <laughs> yeah. So, so but um, they need to figure out well, what they're gonna do for center and guard. Um. Uh, they you could you could see that in the in 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 the um, championship game that they they struggle inside. Um, that that's where that's where the Buccaneers really took took uh took it to them inside. Um, they need they need edge rusher because Preston Smith is a is a free agent. And they need to replace that. Um, like you said, Christian Kirksey, they brought in to replace Blake Martinez that they didn't sign the season before. And Kirksey just he just didn't he didn't pan out. Um, so they need they need inside linebacker. I could think of a few guys in the draft that could play for him, that could, that they could draft. Um, uh, they need to figure out tackle uh, with Bakhtiari out. Wagner took his place, and Wagner did not play well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that kind of uh, exposed a, a flaw there. I mean, um, you know, if you don't have that much behind Bakhtiari, you got to go looking for something. So. Um, inject a little youth in there. Um, Kevin King too struggled at corner um, in the NFC game. It got burned a couple times, um, but but he's he played a pretty good season up, up until that game. So uh, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't think it's you know. I don't think he's done. But um, they gotta conversate about what they're gonna do next at that at that spot. And uh, of course, I'll always bring it up. Wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Other than Adams, <laughs> other than Adams, the the guys behind him, they're okay, but they're crazy inconsistent, and that is one of the reasons why, in my opinion, they don't. And it, it's when you have a, a a quarterback that's so good, it masks a lot of the flaws they have at skill position because he's just so accurate. But that doesn't mean he does not hit the help. Um, I, I will I'll shout from the rooftops until they do it. I think they need to give 
uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit more talent outside. Definitely. <laughs> We've been saying that for a while now. Yep. Um, all right. Next up, we'll finish up the North with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they're just below. They got 7.7 in cap space. So they're probably going to make some more room anyway. Um, they're free agents. Um, uh, Riley Riff was just uh, released. Um, yes. that tackle. Uh, Anthony Harris, their free safety. Kyle Rudolph, a couple of, few days ago, he was released. Um, after that, you got um, Eric Wilson, the linebacker. Uh, that's about it. Major moves here. Another yep. tackle for them. Dozier was was not resigned. Yeah. So, um, what other holes do they got? Yeah, major holes. If a running back runs up front <laughs> for six touchdowns against you in a game, you just happen to have major holes. Yeah. Up front on defense. Um. Yes, Michael Pierce will be coming back, but Michael Pierce by himself will not be able to hold together that crap of a front seven. <laughs> so they definitely need help at defensive tackle. They need help at, at edge rusher. Yannick Ngakwe did not work out. So um, Daniil Hunter was injured. Um, even when Hunter comes back, he will need a running mate. Uh, I think they need a third guy behind Jefferson and Thielen and at wide receiver, uh, most definitely. Uh, corner, man. Other than Gladney and Dantzler and Hughes, I think, which is with uh, they need. I, I think they need somebody else there um, at corner. Um, and I, I said uh, they need another wide receiver, right? Um, mm -hmm. Tackle, tackle is. Uh, I think left tackle. I think left tackle is somewhere they need. A, they definitely need a left tackle. I I've I've read places where they said they're going to try to take uh, Ezra Ezra Cleveland Cleveland to play out on out on the left. I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I think I think it's best you go into a draft that's pretty loaded with tackles and try to get a young guy and insert him into that position. Uh, probably the worst position that they had all year is inside with the two guard positions. And I think Garrett Bradbury is a good center. He looked like a horrible center. And I think most of the time it was because of the play of the, the guard play on both his sides. So they need to figure out what they're going to do there. Yeah. All right, next up, we'll go to the NFC South to finish up our preview here. And we're going to start off with the Saints. With their cap space, not good at all. They've been making a ton of moves. And they're still about $30 million above the cap right now. So they still got more, more moves to come. But now they got free agents. Quan Alexander, Emmanuel Sanders just released. Jared Cook, the tight end. Uh, the guard, Nick Easton, um, Sheldon Rankins, the tackle. A um, couple of their corners, backup guys, P.J. Williams, Justin Hardy, uh, Johnson DeMosi, all free agents. Um, Trey Hendrickson, the defensive end, who came up big this year, is also a free agent. So, mm -hmm. so what holes are we looking at on this team? Uh, did we figure out what they're going to do at quarterback yet? Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe Winston coming back. I mean, that's what we've been hearing. So I guess that might be a matter of time, but we'll see. That's first first and foremost, that's it. You, yeah. you know, you don't build an NFL team, especially with the consistent play that they've got for so many years. They need to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, linebacker. Uh, Demario Davis is, has been playing so well so long for them. Um, he hides a lot of their flaws at linebacker, I think, with, with his play and the way he plays and his leadership. Uh, but it, but you got to start figuring what you're going to do uh, at linebacker um, other than him. I don't think uh, – I'm wait, did they um, – Quan, is Quan Alexander still on the team? That's a good question. Um, I, I don't remember. Um, Juan Alexander got released early. He got released. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. So they definitely need. Yeah. So they definitely, most definitely need help inside. Um, free safety is another place. And um, um, did they sign Marcus Williams before I say that? Because I again, uh, they, they the might have just they tagged him. Okay. Yeah. See. So even with him, um, tagged, they still need help there. Um, at safety, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, with him in, yeah, with him, with him in, in, in the fold, it kind of makes it uh, less of a a burden, but I think they still need help there. Um, interior offensive line is another place. Um, you said, um, they released Easton, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely need that, um, need help there. Uh, because I, I don't think, um, some of the other guys in there, guys that you would want to, um, they're on that level uh, to play uh, interior for the Saints. Who the Saints have been again another consistent, uh, another level of consistency. They've on their offensive line. They've been one of the better offensive lines. And uh, this wide receiver outside of Michael Thomas, they didn't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a that's a great that's a great point, man. Um, you can't you, uh, you need you need somebody to stretch the field. I think I think one of the reasons why they keep falling short. Is one of the te- teams just sit on those small, the short routes, and and um, and Thomas being um, unhealthy most of the season kind of exposed them too. So they definitely need somebody else. Um, and uh, the Saints have always had good tight end play, and they did not have that this year. Um, they they definitely need to do something with that uh, with their tight ends, um, and that's it. All right, next up, Carolina Panthers. Um, they're at, they're below 32 million. So they're good, uh, cap wise, um, and free agent wise, um, you got Curtis Samuel, the big, that's a big one at wide receiver. Um, who else? Uh, Russell Cohn, the left tackle getting up there in age, Trey Boston, the safety, John Miller, the guard. Uh, Mike Davis, the backup running back, who played very well, very well, Caffrey on the on the IR or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Kuhn, I said, Trey Boston, um, Whitehead, the linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, Larson, the center, a couple of guards. But where do you think they should start heading out? I mean, they're not happy with not happy, but they're they're always looking for a quarterback. <laughs> Even with Teddy being yeah. there, they're looking for a quarterback. So yeah. Yeah, um, long. They probably don't see him as a long-term answer. Um, um, I don't know if I blame them, but that's one. That's one place. Um, you mentioned Trey Boston uh, at safety. They definitely they need help there. 
uh, uh, Jeremy Chin is is a pseudo safety. <laughs> he plays safety, but he's more like a linebacker. At his size, is kind of crazy. You know the way the NFL plays these positions. You need you need sometimes need those players that kind of are uh, twinners. You, you know he's not really a linebacker, but he's not he's a kind of a safety. Um, so, but you need that guy to play back there, and they don't with Trey Boston um, not really playing at his best at this, at the moment. I don't think Justin Burris is the answer, so they need to figure figure that out. Um, tight end is another place they need to figure out. Um, uh, with that kind of off the kind of offense they run, it they, it definitely calls for the use of a tight end. Um, there is a tight ends that fit them in the free in free agency, so she, they should take a shot out there. Linebacker is another place that they should take a shot at. Um, they I, I again uh, Chin kind of helps out here and there because of his range. Uh, but uh, they they just have a lot of uncertain guys there. Um, uh, of course, uh, the one guy they have is Thompson. Um, that's about it. Um, and, but they, they definitely need help there. Um, left tackle. Left tackle is another place they need help. Um, if you're going to bring in, if you're trying to bring in a good, uh, uh, an elite quarterback, you better shore up your tackle situation before you do that. Um, uh, they, they, they did that whole thing with Russell, Russell Okung, I, which I remember us talking about that last year and I kind of head scratching move because Okung is on, in, on, is going downhill at this point. Um, he didn't, he did, of course, did not play that well. Um, so, so that he was definitely not the answer there and cornerback, um, is 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 another place they, they definitely need to look at uh because they gave up a lot of yards last year they need to figure that out all right next up is the atlanta falcons their cap situation right now not so good they're above 14 million above the cap so expect some more moves coming for them restructuring and releasing cutting uh their center alex mack Free agent, uh, Ricardo Allen, free safety, Todd Gurley, big acquisition for them, running back, he's a free agent. James Carpenter, the guard, uh, a couple of ends, Bailey and Harris, uh, strong safety, this is another big one for them. Ken O'Neill, uh, Brian yep. Hill, the running back, um, Wilson, the corner. Um, that's about it out of main guys, out of the free agent-wise, but... Cap-wise, they're going to have to make some moves. And um, so what else do they need? Running back. Like you said, Hill, Hill is uh, <clears throat> he's a free agent. I think Gurley is a free agent, too. Yeah. Uh, so they need to figure out what they're going to do there. Um, they've, always, they've had an issue with edge rusher since for a little while now. Uh, uh, I think they released Vic Beasley before the 2020 season. I think Tack McKinley, too. Uh, so, so they definitely need to figure out what they're going to do at edge. Um, cornerback is another place they need. Uh, they got the kid, AJ Terrell. Um, and he's a kid still. Uh, I don't think, I don't think you want to, um, you want to, you want to put your, put everything on the kid right now. Um, 
uh, give him help. I think I think they need help. Um, they at corner. Um, safety is another place I think they need help too. Uh, like you said, um, <clears throat> Neil, I don't uh, uh, I don't understand why they haven't signed him. He's a very good player. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't understand what I probably that's the one of the reasons why is because they're having cap issues, like you said, and they're trying to figure out a way to sign him without getting themselves in trouble with the cap. Um, and as always, um, offensive line, you said Carpenter was a free agent. Yeah, I remember when Carpenter was on our team and he sucked. He <laughs> kind of made a name for himself over there, um, revived his career a little bit, but he's still not a uh, a guy depend on going going into the future. So um, I don't know. Um, I they drafted a couple kids. Um, uh, I one of them, uh, Matt Hennessy, which I liked um, at center. So probably that's what they're gonna do with Alex Mack. That's why they haven't signed him. Probably they're gonna move Hennessy inside uh, uh, because he has really high. He has a lot of potential. I liked him coming out of the draft. And um, uh, the future quarterback, they gotta, you know, they gotta bring somebody in for the future quarterback behind uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, they gotta definitely, and they're, they're in position. They got the four picks, so um, I would not be shocked if they draft a quarterback at number four to kind of sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two. You know, if that's the, yep. you know, true. Um, all right, so we'll finish it up now with the champs, uh, these Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, they're in a not so good position cap wise, even though they signed Levante David. Um, they're at two point eight above, so they they gotta obviously do some work because they got some big name free agents as well. Shaq Barrett, uh, Shaquille Barrett. Uh, they did resign Levante David. Rod Gronkowski is a free agent, but you would assume he's going to come back. Uh, Sue is a free agent. Uh, our old uh, tackle McClendon is a free agent. Leonard Fournette, one of their running backs, is a free agent. Antonio Brown is a free agent. Um, that's about it, major guys as free agents. So looking at those, what do you think their holes are going to be now? You got to, um, behind Vita Vea, they don't have anybody because everybody, Sue, McClendon, and that uh, Rakeem uh, Nunes, Rochelle's or whatever, however you say his name, um, um, he, they're all free agents, I think. So they definitely need to um, get get help for Vita Vea um, on the inside of that D-line. Um, outside linebacker is another place that they need help. Uh, help with uh, because uh, Shaq Barrett, like you said, is unsigned at this point. They're, they're talking about it. Um, I like that. I like Anthony Nelson. Um, and um, uh, I don't know. Um, they need to figure out. Uh, probably uh, you want to get somebody to play behind Jason Pierre-Paul. He's getting up there in age, uh, mm -hmm. playing that position at the position at, at the at the the way he's playing is kind of surprising. He's still playing so well. Um, and they did tag Chris Godwin. Yeah, they Bucks. did. So, yeah. Right. There you go. So, um, 
they have they have a very good offensive line. Um, depth would probably help there, in my opinion, um, because uh, you don't want to be one injury away from issues. Um, if they want to keep that uh, that winning those winning streaks going, and um, um, is uh, uh, Ronald Jones is on his final year. Um, what's his name that they just got from the buck? Um, from um, Leonard Fournette. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. So, so at the end, um, I, the Keyshawn Vaughn is okay. Uh, I re- I remember him coming out, but he's still he's I don't know what he is yet. So so um, uh, I would say that they need they need a run they need running back help most definitely, and um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that finishes up our free agency preview for every team. Yeah, uh, thank you, fellas, for doing that. Um, if you want to hear our <laughs> our three, or maybe our, well, we're going to talk more about uh, free agency on Sunday, as well as the draft um, for the linebackers on Sunday. So make sure y'all um, keep it, stay, stay up to date and keep your notifications open. Um, that's it for the podcast. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Like our Facebook page, NYJS fans. We do this for y'all every week. And until next time, we'll take a fight. Take a fight. fight.